Welcome to the 42nd episode of Solid Rock. I'm Nicole Blazik. Today is October 2nd. How is everyone doing? I don't know if you're like me, but you've seen all over social media and all over the news that the healthcare workers had to make a very serious decision about either getting the vaccine or not. And I don't know about you, but my heart is just so troubled and heavy with the situation that the healthcare workers are in to make the choice of either having a, losing their job or getting a vaccine that they might not have wanted. And it's just a reminder again that our freedoms in this United States, they're going away. And we have to fight for our freedoms. We should all have the right to choose what we put inside of our bodies, not be mandated. So I don't know, as I reflect on all of these things, I just think, what has happened to our nation? What has happened to us? I just know as I reflect, I don't even recognize what our nation's like anymore. In my life, I've seen a drastic change from growing up in the 80s and the 90s now to um, what it was like then and the freedoms we had to now being in the 2021 and going to 2022 and how things have so drastically changed. And the fight for freedom and truth is at the forefront of our culture. And I was thinking, what is it like for youth? What is it like to grow up in our culture and stand for Christ? Today, I'm really honored to have my second daughter, Brooke, join me. I've had the pri- I have the privilege of watching her grow in her walk with Christ. And she's a continued work in progress, just like we all are. And she, we all sin and we all fall short. But she is really growing and God is using her in a mighty way that I asked her to share with what it's like to navigate this culture as being a teen who is a believer in Jesus Christ. So, Brooke, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm really happy I finally got to wrangle you in, and uh, you can't run away from me anymore, (laughs) (laughs) even though she might want to, right? Yeah. I know. All right, Brooke, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm 16. I'm a junior in high school, which means ACT time, so that's (laughs) fun. Um, And I play basketball and soccer and love sports and hanging out with my friends, and I have a job. It's all the basic teenage stuff. All the basic teenage stuff. You're very active and busy. Yes, Mm -hmm. you are. All right, Brooke, tell me a little bit about, you know, you're, you're the, you know, a teen, you're 16, you're a junior. What, what's, what's coming at you as being a a junior and um, this culture and what's it like to be a teen? Um, Well, so you're saying basically the culture? Yes, the culture, yes. What's it like growing up? and My what? culture as a teen. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Take a little bit. Um, well, I'd say it's very complicated because I'm basically just surrounded by people who are trying to find their identity, but they're doing in the wrong stuff, like, you know, being queer or whatever that means, which is something with your, like, something gender something, and then bisexual and, like, lesbian, gay, like, all that stuff, you know? Like, basically everyone around me is, like, bisexual because they just don't know when they're trying to find their identity in that. Or, like, the crystals and, like, um, what is it? Like, like the... uh, Tarot cards? No, it's something, it's like the moon and stars, like that type of thing. Oh, astrology. Yeah, astrology Mm -hmm. stuff. There's all that that everybody's into, so, like, it's just crazy because nobody knows who they are and they're finding in the wrong stuff. Mm-hmm. So, what? So that's kind of what you see going on in the culture. What messages you? So, their teens are trying to find their identity. 
They're trying to find out who they are and what they're about and what their likes are as we all do in our teenage years. As, you, as teenagers are trying to navigate those things, what messages are being thrown at you from the culture? That it's okay. That what's okay? I'm saying that, that it's like okay to be bisexual. It's okay to like um, not know. And if you don't know, then that means that you are like gay or something. Like you're not allowed to not know. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to be, I'm trying to think. Like literally just anything's okay. And you have to, and if you don't think that it is okay, then you're going to get ripped on and bullied and stuff because you don't agree with abortion and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So you're getting messages from the culture about gender. You're getting messages in the culture about, um, like you were just saying, like issues of truth. They're issues of truth. They're trying to find their truth. Yeah. Each person is. And so you're getting, so people are, um, you're getting, talking about gender. You're talking about um, race, I'm assuming. Yeah. Um, like, uh we're having all sorts of different conversations about many of those things and the fight for truth. Really it is. It comes down to the fight for truth and what is your truth. That's pretty much what everybody says, right? Yeah. You can believe your truth. I can believe my truth. Let's just respect each other in that. But we know that's not the way. Yep. Because there's what? Only one way. There is only one way. Just God. But yet, if you believe in God and you have your identity in that, that's not okay. But anything else is. Mm -hmm. Like... It's really annoying. So you feel like everything else is pretty much permissible, but if you have a walk with Jesus Christ and you stand for those things in a loving way, that doesn't feel like it's accepted? It isn't accepted. Okay, by it's other teens. It's not my teens. feelings. No, it just isn't. Like, if you look on, like, social media, like TikTok and that stuff, if someone posts a thing about God, normally in the comments they're, like, saying, don't force your religion on us. This isn't true, blah, blah. There's no proof behind it, like... There's not, but then if there's, like, someone who posts a thing about, like, Allah and that stuff, they'd be like, okay, that's so cool. Like, I respect your religion, blah, blah, blah. And also, if someone, like, makes fun of God in it, like, on social media, too, people in the comments are just laughing with them. Okay. But then if someone makes fun of another God or, like, another religion, like, Jewish or something, Mm -hmm. then they, and if someone in the comments doesn't agree or something, then they'll get canceled. Okay. And Mm. so, like... It's really annoying. So we're in a cancel culture. Yes, that's all it is. A cancel culture against Jesus Christ, you're saying. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's what you feel like is coming from the teen perspective. And it definitely is happening. It is. We're in a cancel culture. Christianity is what this nation was founded on. But now it is, it's the thing that pretty much everything's getting canceled. Christians, you don't get to have a voice. You yeah. don't get to say your viewpoint, but other people do. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. I just wanted to hear what that was like. Um, from the teen perspective. So Brooke, so those are the messages that are coming at you as a teen. Those are the messages that you hear other people and what they're into trying to navigate identity just like we all did at that time. How do you navigate this culture? I know my truth. And what is the truth? God and I spend time in the Bible so that I can actually read and understand and know what the truth is from the lies of the world and I pray for wisdom too every single day because it's you can it's hard because everything around you is trying to pull you and trick you basically but I have the truth and I've got with me helping me decipher which is true and which isn't absolutely well said so you spend time in the word you ask for wisdom do you pray 
that's how Astro was done. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I just, just, just clarifying <laughs> for everybody. You gotta pray too. Yes. Praying too. So she reads the word, spends time in prayer and then, um, asks the Lord for wisdom. Those are great things to be able to navigate this culture because if we don't know the truth of God's word being in God's word, we are not going to be able to tell the lies of this culture. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Tell me a little bit about what it means to stay true to following Jesus Christ. How do you stay true when, just like you mentioned, everything is pulling at you? You're getting lies. You're getting um, people's truth coming at you. You're getting everything else pushed on you. How do you stay true to following Jesus Christ at this age? Um, Basically, just staying strong in your convictions is what you do because... I mean, everything around you that people are doing and saying is okay is everything that you're not supposed to do. So basically, all I do is just say no and not do what they do. With God's help to help me stay strong and stay firm and just, yeah. So when you say, like, if somebody asks you to go to a party with drinking and all that, what would you say? No. And they're like, come on, Brooke. No, come on. It's okay. You can just hang out and do that. No worries. What would you say? No. And that's not hard for you? No, because I, what am I missing out? Nothing. I'm not missing out on anything. I would be surrounded by a bunch of people who don't know who they are in a not safe environment. Um, And it's just like, it's not a good environment to be in Mm -hmm. and not one that I want to be in Mm -hmm. around everybody who's doing stuff that I don't agree with. Mm -hmm. So you are resolute in your convictions to God. You stand firm and you stand steadfast. How do you, because not everybody, not everybody is the same way, and because there's people grow at all different rates. They grow at all different rates. How do you love other people who might not be where you're at? Um, the way that God loves us. And how is That's that? That's how I try and love them, which is having grace and forgiveness, but also talking to them too. Mm-hmm. You know, not being like a pushover, and saying this isn't right, like God would not agree with that, and this isn't a thing that you should be doing. But, you know, you can't make them not do it. You can All you can do is help them and tell them that it's not right and pray for them and try and be with them and be like, yeah, that's not like a smart choice. You probably shouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. But then it's their choice if they do it or not. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because, you know, everybody has their own journey on identity and where they go. And some people take, you know, a long time. A lot of times, a lot of adults don't even know where their true identity comes from. So it has been a gift that God has given you that you at an early age have such a strong sense of who you are in Christ and you're able to live that out in your day-to-day life. But not everybody gets that right away or Mm -hmm. understands it. So we have to have, you know, patience and grace and love and be loving about it as we talk to people. And you do a pretty good job doing that. Um, so as you're, as you're just saying, like, hey, Brooke, you know, some people ask you to go to a party. Or, hey, Brooke, you know, why aren't you doing this? Oh, you're that girl who just, you know, that, you're that religious girl who, does, who doesn't do anything, right? I'm like, yeah, I am. Yep. And you handle that so well. Where some people fold, you just, go, you own it. You own it. You take that as a compliment. Because it is a compliment. I'm glad that I'm known like that and not known as doing the bad stuff that go against God. I'm glad that I'm known as the little whatever girl, suck up girl or whatever, perfect or not perfect. But they say they trying, trying, trying to 
follow the yes. Lord. But they, for their viewpoint, other people's viewpoint on the outside world, it looks like you're trying to be perfect. Yes. But it means you're just, just trying to I'm obey not God. Doing the stuff that they're doing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, just just asking, does that ever feel lonely for you? Because you say no to a lot of things that er- a lot of teens are doing. Not everybody, but a lot of teens are doing it. How does it ever feel lonely for you? Well, I can obviously get little whispers in my mind, mm-hmm. trying to make me feel, you know, like I'm feeling left out, you know, like mm-hmm. feel like that stuff. But really, then I just fight it with the truth, saying, why Why would I feel sad about not going with those people who they don't even have the best intentions for me? They're trying to get me into temptation. So why should I feel sad not hanging out with them? Because they're literally not trying to help me, and they're not good friends. They're not looking out for me. So, like, why would I feel sad about that? And then I don't feel lonely. I mean, obviously, then I can just focus on other good stuff and focus on my basketball and putting time into that, focus on spending time with God and my family, and then... Hopefully, pray for some good friends mm-hmm. who will lift me up and will help me towards my relationship with God. Absolutely. Excellent. Um, as you obey God and you stay true to his word by his grace, you know, sometimes we fall short. We all do. Mm-hmm. But what have you seen God do in your life because you are really trying by his strength to be obedient to him? What have you seen him do in your life? Um... Just definitely opportunities everywhere I go. Like at work, I have I've spoken to so many like older people who are like thirty years older than me, and I've just had opportunities to talk to them about, oh, why haven't you gone to church? And like them tell me their story about stuff and just build relationships with pretty much everybody that I work with, so that I can put in parts of God and just show them how I stay steadfast, and that shows them that I'm different. And I've had them ask me, they're like, oh, you don't swear? And I'm like, no. And that, oh, you like, once you get older, you could go to this party. And I'd be like, no, I, I don't want to do that, even if I am older, because that's not something that I would do. And then that just shows that I'm different. And then they'll ask why. And then that's when you can say, because of God, and I have God helping me. Yep, you have your relationship with Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's awesome. That is awesome. I have seen that firsthand. I have seen God use you and give you opportunities daily, almost daily, to speak into people's lives because he's seen that you've been obedient and he has continued to use you and he will continue to give you more. And we pray for those things. Mm -hmm. At home, we pray for opportunities to share about Jesus and encourage other people in their walk because this world is hopeless. Many teens, as you've told me, you said they feel hopeless. They feel depressed. They feel sad. And you have the answer to that. You have Jesus. You can give them that hope and you can show them that hope. Absolutely. So Brooke, God has given you many different platforms. He's, he's allowed you to speak into many people's lives and point them to him. Can you share about a few different examples of where you get to speak into people's lives? Well, I mean, I did early. I mean, about my work yeah, stuff. Yeah, you did your work. Yeah. And just even I went to like a bonfire thing with friends and they're definitely friends that I would not normally go around Mm -hmm. and they're definitely like the partier people, but I made sure there was going to be no drinking there and she's like, there's not going to be drinking, there's not going to be anything and I drove myself, you know, so if Mm -hmm. there's something that I can just leave, but it's hard because sometimes, you know, in those situations you're like, well, yeah, they're not that great people to be around. But then it's also like God can use this as an opportunity because like she never asked me to hang out. And then she just did that one night. Mm-hmm. 
which is not normal, which that could either be a bad thing or it could be a good thing. Exactly. So that's why I was like, if it's bad, then I'll just leave. Mm-hmm. But if it, I get opportunities, then I can just stay and, you know, God can hopefully use me to speak to them. Um, and he did. And I got to talk to them all, like a lot of the people that have no idea really who God is about God. And um, that's just like an opportunity right there that wouldn't normally happen because they're more like the popular quote, quote people that just party and that's all they do. And I wouldn't normally have the opportunity at any other time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, you were telling me that there were atheists there. There were um, people who um, do drugs. There were people who were doing all these sort of things that maybe, yeah, there's that whole party lifestyle. And God gave you a platform. They started talking about God and what it means to walk with God. And you just started to share about having a relationship with Jesus Christ. And that's what it's about and what that means to read your word and to obey. And they kind of made fun of you a little bit, but you just took it in stride and you just kind of just said, hey, they're like, go, Brooke, read your Bible. And she goes, I'm going to. I hope you will too. And yeah, yeah you, did, you, you have such an easygoing way. I see how God uses you just so, you're so chill about it. You're so chill. You're like, this is who I am. I'm confident in who God made me to be. And I, I just am going to share about it and encourage you. If you're struggling, I'll pray for you or whatever it is. And he's given you that opportunity, even that whole group of people that you wouldn't normally be around Maybe not the sports crowd or so much, but you got to do that. Tell them a little bit about what you got to do for your basketball. My AAU? Mm-hmm. Well, I got to talk to my AAU coach who's like, how old is he? Like He's 60, 50, 50s. 50s. Mm-hmm. Older. Um, I don't really remember. You probably remember more. He was, he was, ha- he was very stressed. He was very stressed. Mm-hmm. And, then- and he was kind of taking it out on us. Mm-hmm. And then what did I do? You oh, pull- he talked to me actually because he saw me. He like asked like some weird question, and I just I don't know. He said he saw in my eyes or something. I'm like, okay, I don't think mm-hmm. I thought I just looked normal. But then he just asked me, what did he? He asked. Well, he asked a little bit about what like what did you think about him in his coaching because he saw where um, something Dad posted. Oh and, yeah, that's what it was. And he was asking, you know, what do you think about that? And then you were sharing a little bit about basketball, but then he says, "Yeah, I've kind of been stressed. And I've been taking it on you guys." And then you said, "You said like you probably remember more than me. I, uh, this is like a while ago. <laughs> no, my daughter's memory is not so good. So basically, she she he said um he just said he was stressed because his mom was ill. He was having relationship problems and he wasn't being the best coach he could be for you guys and he was taking it out on the team and then you just said coach you know um here's just some ideas that you could do some positive things you could do encourage the girls um but also to um how could how could um you're like i'm sorry you're going through that hard time right now and um i'll pray for you and then you went back after the practice and he apologized to the whole team for how he'd been. And then you said, well, I don't know for sure if you'll know that I'm a Christian. So then you went up and followed up and said, Hey coach, is there anything I could pray for you about? And then he told you that you could pray for him just with all of his stress and everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. So that was just one way Brooke got to speak to her head coach and he was having a hard time and God allowed her to speak into his life. And you've had countless times with girls on my team yeah yeah I have a lot I mean a lot of it is them just obviously trying to make make fun of me but I really don't care mm-hmm. um and make like jokes about it whatever just because that's what people try and do because they're like threatened basically by me 
because I don't do what they do, which is what? Do drugs and party the night before we have a game? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. obviously, I don't agree with that. And then I would even show her that I don't agree with that. And she'd know and she, like, respects me. So then it would, like, she'd know. I mean, obviously, like, she just has no guidance around her. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I was, like, the one guidance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just wanted to be there at least and, like, show her, you know, that it's not good. Yeah. Because it's not like her mom does mm-hmm. or anyone around her, like her friends or anything. So that's just like a little thing right there. Just a little thing of me just not agreeing with what she was doing. Mm-hmm. And then that just showed, Oh my goodness. What? She doesn't agree with it. Why? Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. And then ask questions and stuff. Yep. And then God gives you an opportunity there to share mm-hmm. and you, you're, you're not like belittling them. You're not um, judging them, but you're just saying, Hey, this is just not the best plan to go out and party and get drunk and then try to play basketball the next day. It's just not a I good plan. Even, I don't even say it like that. I just be like, oh, gosh, and then the girl's name. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, that's not good. Yeah. And then that's literally what I'd say. I'd be like, you did that? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and then she'd be like, oh, yeah. I'd be like, why did you do that? Yep. That's what I'd be like. Well, I mean, obviously yeah. our relationship is. Yes. Like, the way that I say stuff is more, like, joking, quote, mm-hmm. quote, but not. But they know I'm not, but yet it also makes it come across better because I sound like I'm joking, kind yeah, of, but yeah. I'm not. Yeah. And they know you're but not, just, too. Yeah, they know I'm not, but it just sounds more, like, chill and not, mm-hmm. like, I'm attacking them being like, why would you do that? Mm-hmm. You know, it's all about mm-hmm. your tone. Absolutely. Too. Absolutely. And how we come across to people. Yeah, you're standing firm, but you're doing it just in a re- chill and a relaxed way that I... It's totally different style than my, I mean, just who my personality is, but it's so beautiful because I've seen God use it time and time again with people and they receive it from you because of that. Mm-hmm. God gives them that, that opportunity for you to speak to them and then they just, they seem to receive the way you deliver it, God delivering it through you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, Brooke, as I was thinking about this podcast and I was thinking about our conversation, the verse in Romans came to my mind, Romans 1 16, it says, for I'm not ashamed of this good news about Christ. It is the power of God at work, saving everyone who believes. And I, Brookie, I really, you, God is using you mightily. He's using you mightily. Yes. You make mistakes. Yes. You sin just like all of us. You're, we're all imperfect people only trying to do what God asks us to do by God's grace. And I do see you having a desire and a steadfastness and a resoluteness that wants to stand for Christ. That is something that's beautiful. And it's something that we want to encourage other teens and we want to encourage other people to stand too for Jesus. And he blesses that. Um, Before we go, Brooke, how can you encourage people that are listening today to stand for Christ? Hmm. I I mean I feel like it's just encouraging just listening to me even like to the podcast mm-hmm. is encouraging in its own. I mean, and I get encouraged just listening to other people talk about their struggles and stuff and how when they did stay steadfast, how it like how would what am I trying to say? How so it like like help them get stronger and just benefited them in their relationship with God by staying steadfast. Mm-hmm. And that like just encourages me to stay even stronger because I want to like obviously make God happy and I want to show, I mean, that's why we're here is to show people God mm-hmm. and tell them about him. And I mean, obviously motivation, right? 
anyways that like we don't want them to go to hell mm-hmm. that's just like my encouragement is that i'm like i literally i have so many people that i see all day and they're so sad and lonely and i want to help them not you know they're looking in the wrong spot and i'm just i'm the one person that maybe they could see don't cry sorry <laughs> i might have tears <laughs> the one person that they you know like that they'll ever encounter that they mm-hmm. could see oh my goodness what's this other little thing that i could try absolutely and jesus christ is is the one mm-hmm. it's the one it's it's a once you give your life to him you're all it's it it's it there's no other looking anywhere else mm-hmm. he's everything he's the way he's the truth and he's the life and it says anyone who comes to the father through him will be saved so he is everything that's great encouragement brooke i love that so much well brookie thank you so much for joining me on the podcast and i just pray your testimony will encourage others and um they will grow to know who jesus is and grow and if they know jesus they will grow in their encouragement to stand for christ because we sure need our youth to stand because you guys are the next generation coming up and mm-hmm. as this world looks right now it's a pretty dark place yep and we need strong believers in jesus christ to stand for the truth and know god's word and be able to share it and live it out with his grace and with his help let's pray dear heavenly father we just thank you and praise you for this day, Father God. I thank you so much uh, for this time to be able to come before you and to talk and to share with my daughter and to um, talk about who you are and what you've done in your her, her life so far at 16. I know, Lord Jesus, you're going to use her and continue to use her for your glory and for your honor, Lord. Um, I pray that this encourages other people, Lord Jesus, to stand for your truth and for your who you are, Lord Jesus, and that they would share it with others, Lord. And they would um, not be um, not be scared of who they are in you. That they would stand boldly and courageously, but to do it in love. We're called to be believers, but to do it in love and to point others to you lovingly. So, Lord Jesus, I just pray that you would continue to work in her life. I pray you continue to work in all the people that are listening, Lord Jesus, that if they don't know you as their Lord and Savior, Father God, that they would come to know you, that they would be forgiven of their sins, that they would know that you died and took them to the cross, and then on the th- and you died for them, and then on the third day you rose again. You are an alive and a living God that's done something that no one else has ever done. We pray, Father God, that if they don't know that today, that they can put their trust in you, Lord Jesus, and that they may be saved, that they may have eternal hope, that you will be with them always, and that they will get to be forever with you in heaven. We believe you and we trust you for this, Father God. We thank you for this opportunity. We love you so much in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. It is my prayer that you all come to know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And if you already know him, that you would be encouraged with uh, in your walk with him. If you or anyone know you know is looking for a speaker for a youth event or a women's event, I would love to talk with you. My email is nmblazzc at hotmail.com. May we stand on the solid rock of Jesus Christ. Until next time.